this week on the Neport, Nick and I get into the Sweet Nash mashup with Wilderness and Peerless. So grab your drinks, sit back and relax, and we hope you enjoy the show. Baby. And welcome back to the Neat Pour. Nick is here. Shalanda's here. Hey. We've got uh what are we doing? Oh, we got Peerless. <laughs> we sorry, we've got Peerless. We've got Peerless Bourbon and we've got uh Wilderness Trail. This is the sweet mash episode. Yes, it is. Only I don't know which one is which is in my glass. All right. So your uh your stemware is the peerless. Okay. And your um non stemware is the uh, Wilderness Trail six-year bottle and bond. Dope. Now, both of these are uh, these are craft distillers, but I'm excited because A, it's a sweet mash, but then B, these are they're making their own juice, right? It's not sourced, so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Right? You seem really happy about that. You're smiling and shit. Well, you know, I think, um, what am I trying to say? A lot of the newer distilleries are just, are they're not, they're, well, they're, a lot of it's coming from MGP, right? You know, a lot of the newer craft distilleries to get their start, a lot of it's coming from MGP. So, you know, there's kind of an illusion. Not, well, illusion is the wrong word. It's, uh, but it's all the same producer. It's just the labels are different and the curation is different. And I'm not sure how I feel about that just yet. They do. There are. They are different products. For example, last night. Side note. Uh, well, a couple like last week actually. We had uh, what was it? Smoke wagon, and we had it next to uh, Bell Mead, right? Both fantastic. Both totally different products. Even though they were in the same age range, right? Right. But I think you know these these craft distillers that are taking the same juice and kind of blending it in their own ways make for different products, which is cool. And then you, you label it, and it's all. It's it is a different. They are different. You know? I guess. So we both feel the same way. Yeah. So, but these guys, Wilderness Trail and Peerless, are new breweries or new distilleries. New breweries? No, they're not breweries. Doing a crossover episode? They're new distilleries that are doing they're doing their own thing with their juice, which is kind of fun. Um, the Sweet Mash, we should tap on that, right? The Sweet Mash is all about um, sour mash is the industry standard, for lack of a better term, where... Um, when you mash in and you put those grains in the cooker and you get them up to a certain temperature, right? There's a small percentage of it that's left behind, right? For consistency, mm-hmm. right? So when they dump, when they dump all the grain out, they leave some behind and then they add a fresh batch of, uh, of, of new, of new grains on. So that, that process is called the sour mash, right? Now the sweet mash is when you take a completely different batch of, of grains, right? New make, if you will. Take a completely different batch of new make, dump it all completely, and add a, another per batch. New batch, completely new, new make, all new grains. So it's called a sweet mash. So that's what these boys are doing. Um. So my first take on it, I guess I'm getting something a little bit different than I did with the, that first night. I guess with the first night when we had it, I really wasn't into it because I wasn't real feeling the best. But now, which one are you? Which one are you drinking? This is the Peerless. Okay. 
So, but now I am getting a lot more now than I did the first time. Um, I didn't realize how it has a kiss of spice after that initial sip. The sweetness of the, I'm going to say, the fruit, the fruited sweetness hits you right up front, but then you also get that hint of spice. Your boy's out there riding his uh, moped again. Who the fuck no? <laughs> I know, right? It's going to wait until like tonight to do it. Some bullshit, but anyway. It's like 30 degrees on a Saturday night and someone's riding a motorcycle. <sighs> like, it's not even a motorcycle. It's a motorized bicycle. Right. Somebody yeah. mama let my side to play. Yeah. Yeah. Or his in-laws are in town and he's like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta blow some steam off. So, this is a uh, 109 proof, the Peerless. It's uh, Peerless is a brand that started back in the 1880s um, in Henderson, Kentucky, wherever that is. But then, uh, you know, it was a victim of prohibition. But then it got started again under uh, in 2014, and now they're in downtown Louisville. So, so that's pretty cool. So it's been 102 years. So they started in 20. They started in 2015. But then they didn't come out with their first product until 2019. So it had been 102 years since a Peerless brand had been released. So, so. so what made it bring it back? I mean, you know, I imagine it's a lot like some of these Chicago brands, right? Like with uh, Metropolitan, they came out with, uh, they came out with, um, I forgot the name of their beer already. But uh, Beta Brow, right? That's an old brand. Atlas. When it launched, it wasn't actually an old brand from the 1880s. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing is that Prohibition kills so many brands mm-hmm. that, you know, even old, old Rip Van Winkle, mm-hmm. right? Before before Julian and those boys got a hold of it, old Rip Van Winkle was a brand that, you know, had existed as a rectifier brand before Prohibition. So there's your boy again. I know, right? So it almost sounds like a lawnmower. I don't know how it sounds on, the, on your headphones, but it sounds like a lawnmower it from does. here. It does. Okay. Yeah. But he's doing uh, he's doing willies. You know, he's rough rider. That's a... Uh, dub- ah, don't call my rough riders in there. Don't dub- do that. Don't do that. It's a double R right no, now. Don't do that. Don't come around. No. They do not ride mopeds. You know. No, no, you are not allowed to do that. Okay, so um, so that's the peerless, right? Uh, this is the small batch. Right? So, I mean, I was a fan of it from the jump. You know, it's got a the bottle has kind of like a what am I trying to say? You know, like a 1930s kind of industrial theme, yeah. right? Like the old Frankenstein movies where they were making the, 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 the I think Dr. Frankenstein's lab had, you know, like a, a boiler in his lab kind of probably looked like this, you know, that's, that's the vibe, that's the vibe it's given off. Very uh, steampunk kind of vibe, you know. Um, I dig this product a lot and, you know, true to form, you know, we sprinkle in some really cool, hard to get shit with. Uh, bottles you can walk right into Benny's right now and fucking acquire, which is uh, which is one of my favorite components of this of this this whole channel. So, yeah. Um, so, and how would you compare it to that of the wilderness? Because we we've had the wilderness on the show before, um, didn't we? No, I don't think so. We didn't do I think we just took photos of it. Oh, okay. I tell you tonight, man. A lot on the peerless. You know, last couple of notes about this peerless, man. Uh, One hundred seven proof, uh, about about four years old. Um, there's some nice, I think pipe tobacco is the word. When you when something, I've never tasted leather, but I imagine if I did, when you say leathery, I think you mean like tobacco-y, right? I, I don't know. When you, on a taste, because leather is a leather more of a... Leather is not a taste. It's leather, just like you can't say the other word. And that's what I'm saying. Leather is a, leather is, 
Leather can be a smell, but if the smell of leather continues as you taste it, then that descriptor it would be pipe tobacco. Is that fair? I think that's what I'm trying to say. So. Is that what we're going with? Is that what we're going with? <laughs> the way the spice shows up. The rye spice shows up so different, man, and and it's, it's showing up as pipe tobacco here. Sometimes it's wasabi, you know. Sometimes it's uh, you know, it shows up as green tea, you know. Like in uh, for me, that Kentucky Owl, it, it was more like a matcha or a green tea. That real gray. It was more like that, but it was that was a rye, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it shows up as black pepper, but in this, it shows up closest to pipe tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. Um, that's the peerless. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, like I said, when I first had the peerless, I guess I didn't give it its due mm-hmm. diligence because I wasn't in the right mind uh, frame. I wasn't feeling it the best. So it was like anything I was drinking was kind of going in one ear, not the other. Um, but revisiting it, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy the sweetness. I do enjoy like the fruited, the fruited sweetness of it. And then it kind of hits you with that kiss of, of that rice spice as it finishes off. Yeah, right on. So that's fun, man. And then uh, the Wilderness Trail is the next one, Shalanda. So In the wilderness. Yeah, Wilderness Trail is started by a couple of guys who have actually been in the industry uh, for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were, they were chemists that helped other breweries or distilleries uh, manage their manage their yeast and manage their fermentation process, right? So they've collected over 400 yeast strains. And then in 2009, they decided to release their own product. Uh, So this is about uh, 24% wheat and then uh, 64% corn, 12% barley. Again, a sweet mash. So um, Wilderness Trail, I think they deserve a lot of credit for like having the patience. Oh, and it's like... uh, all natural ingredients. So I looked that up and it's like all natural ingredients. Like I hate that because it kind of implies that everyone else is using like chemically enhanced ingredients. So are they using some chemically enhanced corn? And- that's what other, <laughs> other suggests that other people, that's what other people right. are doing. I, I mean, isn't These are, really all natural yeah. ingredients anyway? So the only, um, the pesticide free in their case, pesticide free refers to the, uh, to the cleaning process. Mm-hmm. So even the, you know, because, you know, making making whiskey is probably just like making beer where it's like 80 percent janitorial. You got to keep shit clean. And then, you know, it's artisanal, but a very small percentage of it is that. So um, I think when they say uh, chemical free, they're referring to the products they use to clean everything okay. are chemical free, which I want to know more about that. Like, how the fuck does that work if it's not? We should reach out and ask. I'm very curious. But it's good. I do enjoy the wilderness. Mm. On top of the other burdens I've had throughout the day. Now, this is Bottle and Bond, 100 proof, six year sweet mash. I don't know, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. And what I like about this one, man, is that there's a nice, um, I don't know, like a powdered sugar sweetness, for lack of a better term. That right? there it is. That you know what? It was so funny because I was sitting here wondering, like, what is this sweetness? And now that you said it, you're right, you hit the nail on the head. It is like the powdered sugar that I use, like when I'm baking 
or something. But yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah. So that's really fun. Um, there's a. Uh, the the wheat is the secondary grain, so it's not all. It's not the spice is playing the background, but it's very just very pleasant and very round and I'm very also getting a hint of that delicious. It's hard to get away from it, right? Like once you <laughs> identify it, once you identify it, right? There's kind of a melted butter, and I don't, you know, somewhere between the cinnamon spices and the uh, the cinnamon spices and the oak, just kind of lend themselves to kind of remind you of like. Some sort of specialty bread, mm-hmm. right? Right, like maybe like a, uh, you know, banana nut bread, or you know, a muffin, or you know, and those things are you know fresh out the oven. If you crack that open, mm-hmm. you get some on your plate. You get a muffin, you split it in half. It kind of has those buttery vibes already, right? It kind of reminds you of that a little bit. Yeah, I do agree with that. Mm. So if mm. uh, if you had to pick mm. between the two, which one would be your go to of the two? Man, you know, the wilderness cleans up nicely. Yeah. Like, I won't say there's rye. I won't say the white rye presence is there, but it's like a nice dryness. So even though it takes you on those kind of warm, warm cocoa and kind of, um, you know, like kind of Cinnabon vibes with the, uh, with the Lando Lakes and the powdered sugar, I think it, it has a very, very nice touch of dryness at the end, which is making it super fun for me. Touch of dryness? Right? Like... Like I swallow it, because I, I can hear you smacking your lips. Sorry, all on, all in, sorry. Touch of dryness. Yeah, there's, a, there's, you know, because, um, you know, it's not cute, right? Like it's got some, it's got some attitude to it. It's got, it's got a nice old presence, but it's all playing the background. Where the peerless is really got a lot more spice in it. Yeah, a lot more fun spice. So. I'm not sure. I, this is a toss-up for me. I think they're both equally good. Um, if I, if you see them both on the shelves, it's definitely a, a great grab for both of them. I mean, they're both cost-effective. I think. Well, how much is the peerless one? Run, run. These are both somewhere between seventy and eighty dollars. Okay. I think if you're somebody who wants more of those classic bourbon notes, right? Like if you drink uh, the Knob Creeks. Or, you know, some of these other, you know, higher proofs like uh, the 107 from Weller. I think the Peerless is more of your, more up your alley, mm-hmm. right? But if you want a new fun experience that it's cleaner and <clears throat> it's got a lot of dessert notes, but it has a lot of oak integrity, then the Wilderness would be your choice. But I tell you, man, they're they're both really good and they're they're both... And they're both making their own stuff, which is good for them. Good for them. Like, I don't boohoo other people because, like, it, there's an, a challenge. There's a challenge in making a, a blend of whiskeys taste really good, right? I think that's what makes the, uh, well, shit, we had, we had uh, Pappy Van Winkle or Lot B. We had it against Weller 12. And how those are different products, even though it's the exact same recipe in the exact same years. Right. But there's something to be said about taking a, the juice and curating different blends to make it taste a certain way. There's there's a talent and a, a skillfulness required to do that, right? So I'm not boohooing people that take take juice from other distilleries and blend it, but it's kind of cool to see that not everyone who's under 10 years old as a distillery is doing that. And I think all the stuff we've had up to this point, right, was being uh was being sourced from somewhere else with very few 
with very few uh, exceptions to that. So, mm-hmm. you know, just taking a glance over at the uh, at the ever expanding bar in the Afro Beer Chick Studio. So, <laughs> no, it's growing. So. Yeah, man, I just want to spotlight these two. And uh, like we said earlier, um, you can walk right into any of your favorite uh, stores and grab both of these shits. Uh, four years old on the Peerless, six years old on the Wilderness. Um, I say they're both highly recommended, man. They should definitely be in, in your journey for uh, to close this year out or going into the next year. So, Which is, damn, which is coming up fast because next week is our last show for 2020. Oh, shit. All right. Is that right? That's right. What are we drinking? I don't know. We're gonna figure it out. Um, oh, well, we might do the uh, we might do the the uh, the barrel, the New Year's one. That's gotta be coming up, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm cool with that. Um, you know, you know, it's been one of my favorites all year. Is uh, I'm staring at Rock Hill Farms in the corner, but you know, it's been one of my faves all year. Is fucking uh, Baby Saz. Will it has been mine. Yeah, will I, it. I, I kind of killed the bottle off. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that gives you a peek at what we've been thinking about for, yeah. for best of. I'm I'm excited to see how that barrel shows up too. So, yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to add? Uh, no. 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 All right. Well, until next time, we catch y'all on the flip side. You can catch us collectively on the neat pour. Um, on. All the social medias individually. You can catch him at Nicosio and me at Afro Beer Chick. And until next time, peace out. <laughs>